Alright guys, sorry it's been like a month since I've uploaded anything. I've kind of had a had an interesting month. Right before I left, I actually was going home. My best friend got married. Um, that was interesting. So, you know, if you're out there listening to this, I want you to know that, you know, we were there for that. I'll talk to you about it. It still hasn't set in that it's real to me, but probably has for you. Can't wait till you guys move back to Louisville and I figure, you know, sometime in the next year I'll be babysitting, hopefully. Um, after that, I had, I got bronchitis. I didn't think you all wanted to listen to me just, like, cough shit up all the time. So I decided to go ahead and call it a no-go on that. Um, the week after that was just terrible. Like, we went from bronchitis to I crashed my car to my dog died to bending a rim on my bike. So... All of that happened within like the span of a week, and I just wasn't feeling up to talking to anyone, let alone a mic. So I'm sorry about that, you know. Kind of kind of shirking responsibilities, but this is mostly, like I said in the beginning, this was mostly for me. So I guess really it's still kind of bad. It's just bad in a different way. But, you know, most of the... So what I want to talk about today is just like, I guess, mental health roundabout. Um, because going through this, like, and, you know, <laughs> the sun's gone, so seasonal depression's gonna start kicking in for people, and just life sucks sometimes, so you get depressed doing that, and the various things that go on in life, you know, you need an escape, and people need to remember that our bodies were made, you know, through constant combat, right? When we lived... 20,000 years ago or whatever we weren't living in the lap of luxury there were things constantly attacking us there were high amounts of threats everywhere right and so I think part of the problem that we're seeing today is that our body is built up and it's ready to constantly react to those threats physically and the threats aren't physical anymore so we don't know how to react to them I think that's why you're seeing such an anxiety academic did I just say academic? Epidemic. Uh, feel free to laugh at that. I'm not editing it out. But moving forward from that, the the thing that I think that would help a lot of people, and this is going to be not really scientifically. Well, it is. I just don't feel like doing the research at the moment to like really put the stuff together. But exercise is a very underrated tool. Right? So personally... I've been like going down that slope and so as I go down the slope I just ramp up the amount I've been exercising so I've been going you know up to four hours a day two days two times a week or two times a day you know five days a week really trying to the the way I look at it is if I go to the gym I can kill myself there just keep going until I physically am out of energy then I don't have to kill myself for real right that's that's physically my approach you can ask people who have gone to the gym with me i'm there to try to kill you like that's that's the goal that's a very dark place where we're going to like that's the dark road oh, but that's also the reason that you know i'm in there and you can actually see sweat and, which is you know taboo in a college gym it's really funny to to watch people quote unquote exercise and 
you know, they're huge because you watch them shoot steroids in the fucking locker room. That's always funny to me. It's like, if I'm going to do steroids, I'm going to fucking kill myself for three, four hours at a time. And they're like barely working out, but they make great gains from it. It's really annoying, but I guess not my not my thing to say since it's not my decision. But the thing that happens when you start doing those is, you know, you do you get the endorphin rush, so that's always nice. Um, after that, though, you burn off excess energy, so you'll start to sleep better, which is really nice. You'll start to feel less anxious because your body is not producing as many anxiety hormones because it's not, it feels like it's already dealt with the threat for the day. So you can kind of, your brain kicks in and you can start dealing with things on your own, right? Right, and some of the other stuff they found is that, you know, running, hard exercise, you know, something that really gets your heart rate up helps improve short-term memory so running before or after you do like homework or study for a test really good for you especially if you actually want to remember it versus you know cramming for 24 hours not sleeping and then just walking straight into the test I mean most of you guys have probably done that and got there and not remembered something that you literally looked at five minutes ago because I've done it it's stupid it's really annoying you're sitting there like trying to channel the force you know yeah, I can see the page, and it's just, it's not there. You're full of shit. But, but you sure do try. But the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that working out doesn't make you feel like you have less energy, even if you go balls to the wall hard at it. It just, it cleanses you and makes you feel like you have almost a clean energy. Right, so, it's kind of like... Not to dip into global warming, climate change, all that, but it's kind of like the difference between, you know, running diesel and then running, like, solar power. You know, if you've been in a regular car, you can hear the motor, it's turning, you can, you feel that it's happening. That's, that would be, like, what it's like living, like, a regular sedentary lifestyle. Is like, your heart and your breath and the way you move and your joints, you can always feel everything going and grinding and moving. Whereas, if you exercise a lot your body gets used to it 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 has a peak level and then you're operating well under what it's ready to do so you don't feel it like you don't hear you know it's i guess it'd be like an electric motor right you don't hear things you don't hear the motor running you kind of hear the tires but that's about it that's about 30 percent of the noise a car makes so it's not really that big of a deal it's a it's a creepy experience the first time you turn one on and it's a kind of a creepy experience the first time you get adjusted to working out because all of a sudden you feel like a goddamn animal you're just ready to go all the time like you know your body has so much energy and your brain's focused and you're clear and you can think and the thing that i've noticed is that those are all things that people are complaining about not having in the modern lifestyle and so then they're like well surely there's you know, this one fad thing that can fix it all, and that's why we have 47,000 fad diets every month, and it's just such bullshit, because the only way to take the chaos of the world and turn it into something you can manage and deal with and feel good and actually progress in life is through discipline and hard work, and that's something that we've known for thousands of years, but because we knew it before the year 1993, 
it's not allowed to be talked about anymore, right? And that's that's kind of the if the twentieth century was discovery, the twenty first century is re, refuting what we know, and that's not always a good thing, right? Like it would be stupid of us to like vaccineers, people who think, oh no, I'm not going to vaccinate my child. It's like that's stupid. The the ideal that pharmaceutical companies are trying to give every child in America autism by, you know, putting certain things in vaccines. No, they're not. What they're trying to do is put baby coffins out of business because, you know, you don't want children to die of diseases that we've already cured and are preventable. So maybe we just do the thing that we can. And that's something you learn whenever you work out a lot and you have to really sacrifice for something is the story of just delaying gratification right and that's for a long time that's what the story of humanity was was delaying gratification to increase it right you see that in so many religions <laughs> christianity is the big one for me so i can kind of talk about it the most but for example you know, you're supposed to come in, lead the meek life, the lowly life, and be a servant to everyone. That's what Christ did. He came in and even at times was, you know, washing the feet of his disciples. And it's like, and Peter came in and he was just like, no, I won't let you wash my feet. You know, you can't be lowlier than me. And Christ, you know, you have, like, this has to be done. It's because this is how we do things. This is the story of how you become greater. You delay satisfaction, you humble yourself, you put yourself in a position that you can grow from and serve others, and I think that that's something that we're not doing anymore, right? And then the people who are doing it can take it to extremes, right? You have to be very careful about taking anything to an extreme. So you don't want to get to the point that you're, you know, sacrificing everything just to say you're sacrificing everything because that defeats the purpose of it. The main thing you have to remember whenever you're trying to serve others is that you're serving others. The main thing you have to remember when you're delaying gratification is don't delay it forever, right? So people go to college. Now that's a pretty popular example at this time because you know everyone goes to college even though no one knows what it's about or why they're doing it or why they wanna be there. In fact, most people don't wanna be there. But everyone kind of sucks it up, and they're like, oh, if I get my degree, I have a better chance of living a decent life. Right? So we do that. So why can't we do that in everything, right? Well, the answer is we do it a lot more than we think. We just do it without realizing it. The problem is that we don't choose to do it often anymore, especially in dietary and physical restraints. And the, the link between your diet, how much you exercise, how much you sleep, and your mental health is incredibly strong. So if you, you know, I, th I think everybody's experienced this. They've ate like shit, slept like shit, and you know, not done anything, and they feel bad, and they can't figure out why they feel bad. It's like, well, if you would stop eating like shit, you know, limit how much you eat a little bit, turn down the ice cream every now and again. Personally, I won't hardly even eat ice cream anymore if I eat more than you know once a month it kind of it gives me depression so I stopped doing it 
you know, turn down the ice cream, get up and walk a mile. People underestimate how much little things will do for them. Just walk that mile. Don't eat quite as much. Really just focus in and you once you expend that much energy, you can go to bed and go to sleep. The reason your brain won't shut down at night is because you're so amped up looking for when the fucking Vikings are coming in to kill you. Because that's what humanity's story has been, is constant conflict. We don't get it anymore. I think that's why you're seeing a rise in terror attacks and why you're seeing a rise in things like that. It's just humans need conflict. And when we don't get conflict, it fundamentally is bad for our brains. That's why the UFC is on the rise, right? I love mixed martial arts and what it is. It's very interesting to watch the different forms come together, see what works, what doesn't work, and see people who's just mentally tougher a lot of times. And that's really interesting to watch to me. But what we're noticing is it's kind of rising more and more and more because people want to see, you know, conflict. It's the same reason that we have superhero movies coming back. Well, two big reasons we have that. We want to see conflict, and we want to see conflict resolved by someone who is incredible. So what we really want is to be that incredible person. But because the way society is structured, it's almost impossible to be the incredible person who goes out and he stops, you know, evil from happening on a daily basis. And that really, that messes with the ideal that the, not necessarily the ideal, the subconscious ideal, I guess, that people have about what it means to be a human and what it means to be, you know, who they are, is they want to go out and they want to do the right thing and help people. But that becomes very blurred in a society where there's really no clear-cut answers on almost anything anymore, right? We've adopted moral relativism. So who the hell knows what's wrong or right? And it's like, that's idiotic, right? Like, we have to have some basis of morals. The problem is we're not allowed to say that, right? You can't have a basis of morals anymore unless you just want to alienate somebody. And it's like, well, if you alienate one person, you're wrong. And it's like, that's not true. Sometimes you're just wrong. It's okay. Grow up. Accept that you're wrong. Once you accept it, you look at it. You say, why am I wrong? You fix it. Then you grow. It's what people should be doing. And the, the biggest thing that's helped me learn that is going to the gym, working out, sports. I remember when I was in the fifth grade, I went to my dad and I said, Dad, I want to be a running back next year. And he looked at me and said, you're too fat and slow, <laughs> right? That's the moment that I realized that, you, that it matters what you do. It matters if you can change things because you can if you get up and you work hard enough. Now, obviously, there are some things you can't change, right? Like, I'm 5'10", and I'm 5'10 for life. There's not a lot of 5'10 running backs, or not a lot of 5'10 linebackers walking around at the NFL. So, I'm probably not going to the NFL. But, it didn't change the fact that I was averaging, you know, 12, 13 tackles a game in my senior year of high school, even with a busted shoulder. Because I worked my ass off, I delayed that gratification, and I was willing to put in the effort. And anymore, we're afraid to put in effort. So, 
I don't know. Those are just kind of that just kind of catches you up on where I'm at, what I'm doing. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to keep, get back on this because I do actually like doing this and it's good for me. It puts me in a zone that I'm not necessarily entirely comfortable in. But I guess that's gonna be about it. Uh, catch you guys next time. Peace.